0: Welcome to episode number 12 of the Employee Advocacy and Influence podcast. My name is Bradley Keenan. I am the founder and CEO of the Employee Advocacy platform Disseminate. And today we are going to be talking about the idea of limiting the amount that people can use your employee advocacy program. Now, obviously, that's maybe counterintuitive to all of the other messages that we put out there because we're very pro- employee advocacy obviously but there is a logic to this so so hear me out and what tends to happen is if somebody's not run an employee advocacy program before their goal is to generate as much return on investment as possible and the way that you do that is encourage people to participate sounds obvious but in the process of doing that people fall into different camps you have somebody who is, I guess, proactively against the concept of employee advocacy. Then you have people who sit in the camp of almost don't have a feeling towards it and they probably won't become users. Then you have people who recognize the value in it. They're going to use it because it helps them in their their job, enables them to share to, to social in a more, I guess, controlled way. But then there's a another group which actually present more of a risk to you and that is the people who are over eager so in the process of you onboarding people and encouraging people to use your employee advocacy program some people can take that the wrong way and think that the more they share the better which I guess is easy to understand why somebody would 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 feel that way And just like with gamification, I know we spoke about this in a previous episode, but when you gamify something, you immediately assign a a value against activity. So just like in sports, where you score a goal, that's better. In employee advocacy, someone would think that the more content they share, the better. But it actually has the opposite effect because if somebody starts to share you know, 10, 15 pieces of content to their LinkedIn every single day, then the message is being put out there from the advocate that actually this isn't a good thing because we're carpet bombing LinkedIn with with content. We're not thinking about the things before we share them. And the same person who's maybe over eager with sharing is probably over eager when it comes to connecting with people. So what you can create is almost a anti-advocate because this person starts sharing all the content and they've also done a really good job of connecting with every single person in the organization. So they're putting this message out there that actually your employee advocacy program is designed to overshare on social networks and that doesn't look great because people looking in see this, uh, this overactivity on LinkedIn. So for you as a program leader, it's wise to, before you launch, consider how many pieces of content do you think that would be the maximum amount somebody could share in a day? So I post to LinkedIn pretty frequently. I would say every day, sometimes at weekends as well. And... I've tested moving to two pieces of content a day, and I'm very careful about that and looking at the impact that has. And what I've noticed is that when I post two pieces of content per day, the second piece of content that I post will actually almost put the brakes on the engagement from the first piece of content that I posted in the morning. So I try to think about time zones because we have clients in Europe and we have clients in the U.S., But actually, if I post a piece of content I think is really valuable, sometimes it's better to leave that piece of content running for two days. So that, yeah, so that works. But what happens is you have LinkedIn influencers putting out messages saying that you should post all the time. You know, there's a, a bit of a cliche when it comes to people like Gary Vaynerchuk, obviously hugely successful in his LinkedIn following, but he has that much of a following that he could post 15 times a day and nobody would care. But for most people, they have a thousand connections. Most people who would join an advocacy program have a thousand connections. It's actually a thousand and forty, roughly. So if you work on the basis that only around five, three to five percent of people are posting any new content onto LinkedIn, then actually there's a small percentage of the people you're connected to are creating content. So if you happen to be an external party, outside of your organization connected to that person that's sharing 15 pieces of content per day, their LinkedIn feed would quickly be full up of content produced by you as a marketing team but shared by this individual. So when we're advising clients, we would always advise people to limit the amount of sharing to three pieces of content a day. But personally, I would say that two is is more than enough. And the other component to this is that in order for someone to share that amount of content, you've got to be producing quite a lot of content, which means that once they reach a certain amount of shares, they're going to start sharing older and older pieces of content to basically hit those same numbers. So as you're you're onboarding users, it's really important that you don't just talk about the amount that you share, but focus more on The quality of the content that's being posted so we know that if somebody if somebody takes the time to select their own content and put their own perspective on it when they share it the engagement's naturally going to be a lot more than if the person was to use the copy and preview images for the content that a marketing team have have supplied even if the post isn't written as well as a social post that you as a, as a social media expert could create, there's, the authenticity just, just translates. So the other thing to consider is as you're putting a limit in place to how much somebody could share, think about how many pieces of content that could be in a week. So even if you say two pieces of content a day, if somebody shares that every single day, obviously you've got 14 pieces of content going out per week. And for some, that may, be, that may be too much. So if you are going to encourage people to share daily and your content, you don't have that much content to produce, it's actually really important that you provide multiple post captions and potentially even multiple images for the same piece of content. So essentially if i'm If I was to share the content today as an example, and my colleague was to share it tomorrow, we may have shared connections. So when that's actually shared to social, it ultimately we want it to look different when I share the content to to my coworker. So there's almost a, there's almost economics that come into this where you need to do the calculations before you actually go and launch your program. But the most important thing is that you educate people. As part of training to know that this isn't a quantity game it's a quality game and sharing less but with better quality is far better than just sharing 15 pieces of content every single day so i hope that was helpful i will add some resources in the footnotes of the show just like i do every week but in the meantime if you have any feedback about the podcast i'm really excited to hear it from you on linkedin so please do send me a connection request And I look forward to hearing from you on LinkedIn, but most importantly, to recording another podcast this time next week.